0: You are listening to The Sober Dad Podcast, where we talk about raising kids and not glasses. Hey, and welcome to The Sober Dad Podcast, episode 20. Today, we have a Wednesday check-in episode. And for those of you who are new, Wednesday check-in is where... I ask a question to the recovery community via social media and through the podcast, and you guys give me your answers to the questions, and I read them on the show and then give my own answer. These are a little bit quicker episodes and just something to help get you through the week. And my regular episode is every single Monday, and that is more topic-based, longer form. And sometimes I have a guest. I have another guest coming up on Monday, a very special guest, that I'll be releasing the day after Father's Day. So I look forward to having that one come out and look forward to you guys' reaction to that episode. Before we get started, let me remind you to share the show, like, subscribe, all that stuff, leave a review if you feel so inclined, but most importantly, share the show with other people in recovery or people that you think just might need to hear it. Last Monday's episode with Philip, I thought was awesome. There was a lot of good nuggets in there for both sobriety and parenting, and I want to bring more of that especially on the Monday episodes. Remember, you can always respond to the question of the week on my social medias. So there is Twitter. I'm at Sober Dad Pod. Facebook is the Sober Dad Podcast. You can email me at Sober Dad Podcast at gmail.com or contact me directly through the website at PodPage.com Sober Dad. All right. So the question this week was who is your person who do you lean on when you need help and we got some responses on twitter and facebook so we're going to start with twitter and scott over at the sober heathen podcast said for me it's a group effort so the answer would be my people wisdom is key to life i find that in great people here and in my circle it is wise to seek many perspectives And then Coach for the Awakening responded to that and said, A wise man seeks the opinion of many, but acts on the trusted advice of only a few. And both of those are pretty good. I like that analogy. And Joanna said, My husband at Rich Sullivan. Those are some good follows, by the way, if you're on Twitter. Follow Rich Sullivan at Rich Sullivan and his wife, Johanna Sullivan. At Sober Girl Gang, they host some spaces and have a lot of good conversations going on over there. So shout out to them and everyone on here that responds. You should follow them because they're doing me a solid and they're engaging in the community. So it's always good to follow them back and show them some love. Don says my best buddy and my sponsor. Kate says my husband. He was there for me through out and waited for me while I visited hell fought my demons and came out smoking on the other side i don't know how he found the strength to stay but i'm forever grateful that he did i have a very similar situation to that my wife is basically kate's husband and they are very strong people and deserve a lot of credit for toughing it out and then nixon said I've got my brother, always tells it straight, always there for me, good, bad, and ugly. And Dave says, I know who to call when I feel like I need it raw like uncut cocaine or nice like little kid gloves. Either way, that network is more than important and works for more than just times I'm struggling and can't see a solution no matter how simple it is. That does it for Twitter. Let's hop over to Facebook and see what people over on the AA page have to say. I'm not going to use names because AA, anonymous, and all that. So first one, my sister is my person. The Looney Noonies are my people. I believe that is an AA group somewhere. My sister or partner and my HP, so higher power... And then the next one, mine is my higher power. The next one, my husband and HP, a couple of friends. The next one is my son, 37, is my person, and friends from home group are my people. And then a couple of people said God, 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 and that's it for this week for their answers. So thank you for everyone that participated And I'll be asking this week's question near the end of this episode, and then I will post it up on all the appropriate pages, but you can always email me if social media is not your thing. And now my turn. So if you've been following this show for any length of time, you know the answer to this already, but my person is my wife. She is my rock. I can go to her with anything and everything. She always listens, and sometimes she's there to bring me back down to Earth when I've got some harebrained idea, or she thinks I'm going a little too overboard on things. So it's nice to have that level-headed view, like an outside perspective. And yeah, I couldn't do this without her. And then my people are my kids, and then definitely my 6 a.m. Zoom AA group. Those guys are always there for me seven days a week, and it just really helps to start off my day and just get things out if I need to say something. Before we move on to this week's question, I just wanted to give a quick update on what's going on with me This week, uh, yesterday, I posted on social media that I am starting the 75 Hard program. And if any of you know what that is, awesome. If not, I covered it on a previous episode. I believe it's I'm Sober Now What? Episode 2. But for those of you who don't know what it is, real quick, it is a program where for 75 days... You do a few critical tasks, and it's designed to uh, make you grow physically and mentally to make you a little more physically tough and more mentally tough. And what it is, is you have to do these five ki- critical tasks every single day for 75 days. And if you fail on one of those days, you have to start back over at day one which sounds very familiar, doesn't it? I'll tie that in a little bit later. But the critical tasks are you have to work out for 45 minutes twice a day, every single day. And one of those exercises has to be outside. One of those workouts needs to be outside regardless of the elements, but obviously be safe. If there's like a tornado or something crazy going on, you might have to improvise, but that is one of the tasks is two 45 minute exercises every day, one being outside. The next critical task is drink one gallon of water every single day. And it's not water with crystal light in it. It's not water with something else in it. Clear water. One gallon every single day. And I advise if you're doing this, do it in the morning as soon as possible because you don't want to be chugging water at night before bed or you're not going to sleep very well. The next critical task is read 10 pages of a nonfiction book every day. You can always read more, but read at least 10 pages of a paper book so you can actually see your progress when you're moving your bookmark and all that. Everyone likes to hold their book up and look at it and see how far they've gotten. It's a little you know, confidence boost. So 10 pages, paper book, every single day. Next one is follow a diet. And it can be any diet you want, but you have to hold yourself accountable and follow that diet. So if it means no sugar, no carbs, low carb, whatever, you make your diet and you pick it. For me personally, the diet I'm following, because I eat pretty clean normally, but I'm eliminating all sugars that are in like candy, sweets, so no desserts, no drinks, no nothing. And I'm also cutting out all forms of soda like diet soda or colas all that stuff i will still drink sparkling water because there's nothing in it but that is it just sparkling water nothing in it and that is the diet that i'm following and a part of that diet is no alcohol and that's mandatory for all 75 hard in the diet it's follow a diet and don't drink alcohol which goes pretty well with a sober lifestyle, if you ask me. So that one will probably be one of the easier ones because that's why I'm doing this in the first place, right? And the last critical task, which is often the most overlooked one, if you talk to anybody on 75 hard, which is kind of interesting, but every single day you have to take a progress picture. And the idea for this is that you are keeping these for yourself so you can look at yourself on day one and then day 20, day 60, and then day 75. So you have a good look at the transformation that you're going through physically. I said that I would be posting a progress picture once a week. So on my initial post on day one, I posted one on social media. I have already taken my progress pictures for the for day two and i will post my one week picture when it is applicable but taking a progress picture every day and it recommends that you show as much skin as you're comfortable with so for guys shirt off shorts so you can kind of see legs and stuff if you want to and then for women obviously like shorts and a sports bra or something just, and these pictures are for you. You don't have to post them anywhere. There's no accountability other than being accountable to yourself. But you can hook up with other people in the program and become accountability partners for 75 Hard. And it has a huge following on social media. So I recommend that if you need a little extra accountability. Mm-hmm. And you can always just use the hashtag 75 Hard. And there's a lot of great people on there that can help motivate you. And I just wanted to say one more thing about 75 hard, the best thing about it, besides it being f- completely free, there's no cost or anything. All the program stuff on there on the website, I'll put it in the show notes. It's a free program. And it was designed by a guy named Andy Forsella. If you don't know who he is, a quick Google search will let you know, but He's a very successful businessman and motivational speaker. He has a podcast and he owns a large supplement store chain among other businesses. Mm-hmm. And he developed this program and it helped him change his mindset, change his lifestyle and lose a whole bunch of weight. So if you're interested in that on the show note link, that I'll provide it goes through the whole story, his story and everything. And, you know, there's a book that I also This the book I'm reading currently is the 75 hard book. And it's not required, but you can get it. And if you're wondering the reason why I'm doing 75 hard, as I said in episode two, I tried it before and did not finish. But I liked the way I felt when I was doing it. And I see a lot of parallels with 75 hard and recovery. One, for instance, like I said before, is if you fail, even if you're on day 74, if you fail, or even on day 75, if you fail, you go back to day one when you start over. Whether you start over right away or you wait a bit, you're back to day one. So just like recovery, if you relapse, you reset your clock and you're back to day one. So there's a definite parallel there. And the other reason I'm doing it is just, aside from wanting to get more physically fit, the mental toughness aspect of it, by the time you're done, I mean, even the first time around, I could feel the changes in myself. Like, I'd be making food for my kids, and I would be getting a snack or something ready for them, and it had, like, sugar in it. And when a piece of it would be on my thumb, like peanut butter, for instance, normally I would lick it off my thumb when I'm making them a sandwich or whatever. And the first time I did that last time around, I put my, you know, put my finger up to my mouth and I was about to do it and I was got like a, a lick and I was like, oh no. So I spit it out into the sink because I was holding myself that accountable, even though no one would ever know. Just one little bit, no one would know, but it's the pride I felt in myself after the fact knowing that I didn't do that and I was able to stop myself from doing that. I know it's kind of gross talking about spit and peanut butter in a sink, but you get the point. It's making you more mentally tough to know that you can resist these things. You can say no to things, and just like with alcohol or drugs or whatever, This is just another way to become more mentally tough and to hold yourself accountable and look good in the process. I mean, people lose all kinds of weight doing this. I mean, two exercises, two workouts a day is pretty big deal. It's a tall order. But for me right now, it's one is at the gym as normal. And then the other one is just walking just for 45 minutes today, for instance, I took my son out in the stroller and we walked for 45 minutes. He fell asleep about 10 minutes in. So he got a good, you know, half hour, 35 minute nap. So it worked out pretty well for me. So last of that 75 hard. I like it. It's fun. It's good for you. I recommend it. Obviously talk to your physician or, whatever before starting it if there's any worries because that's what I'm supposed to say and it's good advice to, you know, talk to your doctor before you do something like that. So that's all I got for that. So now the question of the week. What is one of your goals in recovery other than not using? That is the question I want you guys to answer. What is one of your goals in recovery other than not using? You can answer that question on Twitter and on Facebook. I will also check my emails. So if anybody wants to reach out via email, again, it's soberdadpodcast at gmail.com. And with that, I'm John Skillman. Remember to raise your kids and not glasses. Mm-hmm.